Give us a jingle. This is Minimalist Patsy. (laughs) (laughs) Patsy, you're about to get really high. How did your people get high? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Oh my god, you must have done cones! <laughs> oh god. This has just set the tone for the rest of the episode. Oh, we're gonna have a fun time today. Yeah, there were various things of recreation in Pine Barrow. The term getting high was from basically what we'd do is we'd build a stack of pine about seven to ten feet high. We'd jump off and land like square, like we'd clear everything out on the floor, but it'd be it'd be like dirtish or something. And we would just go face first into the dirt. And we'd have the craziest fever dreams. <laughs> We had to kind of make a law of a limit because we found it like 16, 17 feet. People were getting high and never coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. The party met Snuff Pramada an ancient rhinocorn who set the adventurers a morally challenging task. By proving their ethical rigour, Cremora was turned back into an elf and the party were escorted to the edge of the forest. From there, they trekked to Gizmodon. You arrive at Gizmodon, and I think it's pretty quick as you get in the town, you see the docks and you can see the familiar colours of the Jolene. So he didn't crash. I'm really glad. Do do you want to go first? Uh, How about we all just go and roll one up at the same time? Okay. The last time I saw him, I punched him out of existence. So maybe you should take the front end point. I mean, that wasn't the real... Him, so he won't remember that. Oh, right. I mean, hopefully. Sorry, the lines get, like, really blurred over the past month. Mm. Mm. You head on towards the dock. Once again, you arrive at sort of the pilot's bar for this particular dock. Standing near the entrance, stretching his legs, is Romeo. Wow, throw charm in my bucket if it isn't Jolene. That sounds like a disgusting euphemism, but I don't know what for. Wow, so where's my million dollars? <sighs> Actually, that's a good idea, Kamara. Where are the, Where is the million dollars? Yes, about that. It's come to my attention that, in fact, a million gold is somewhat outside our budget at the moment. However, we are trying to save the world, Captain Jolene. Well, what you're trying to do is take me to a place what doesn't exist, which is the edge of the world, which doesn't exist, because this is a round world. Well, what are you going to pay me? X amount of gold, where X is an appropriate amount, based on the gross domestic product of the Magnus Prefecture. (laughs) 
But also, I- I'm just gonna put the logistics here. Like, physically, how big would a million gold pieces be? Like, well, I don't know. Depends how big the pieces are. Well, I don't know. Like, a pine barrel coin is about this big, around the size of a small coin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I see what you mean. I am a man of the air, mm. and so a million gold might be a lot of gold. It'd be a lot. While my ship would be on the ground instead of in the air if I had that much gold. Yeah, we thought of your ship first, and then we were like, well, we can work this out laters. Maybe in installments, so that you can carry it to a centralized, secure location. We worked all this shit out beforehand, but you were crashing. We couldn't explain all that. We couldn't work out the logistics. It just really would not have worked out in the moment. Well, look, 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 look. Forget about all this money. Jolene, Jolene, my daughter. My flesh. Never say that again, Dad. Why should I do this? Why is this so important? You don't even believe in a flat world, do you? So why should I take you to a place where don't exist for less money than I was told during a life or death situation that your friends caused? Because they're my friends. They're in a sucky situation. The world's going to end. And I think these people are probably the best bet at stopping that. Well, hang me like a sail, because I am sold. If it's this important to you, Jolene, I can do this for you since I couldn't do the whole father thing for you. I still don't know what you expect to find other than more land and more water when we reach the edge of the earth. Because there is no edge, I would just like to be very clear. It is incredibly round, like a ball. I know, I agree, Dad. I still think these people are really stupid, but if this happens... Don't you want to be one of the very few people who have said, maybe the world isn't round, but you flew all the way to the edge of the realm? But everyone says the world isn't round. It's a very hard time for our family. Everyone says that, but no one's been there. Hmm. No one's proved it either way. Well, you're right. Well, this is a scientific mission. I can report the results to the Round Earth Society. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're doing this for science and for family. Well, Greasy Dan, Silent Steve, get the ship loaded up. We're stealing it. (laughs) Egg just, like, comes out of the boat. What? You again? Oh, whatever. (laughs) And, um, they'll start loading up the ship, ready to set sail. You all get into the airship, and the airship leaves the ground and takes off into the sky. And you hear a voice come over the intercom. Wow, this is your captain speaking. Could our uh, newest Ravis please come to the cockpit? You all arrive in the cockpit, and he goes, Well, hello. Oh, it's good to see you there. Where are we going? Which direction? <laughs> I've just taken off, but every second we're spending the air, we're getting possibly further from where you actually wanted to go. <laughs> oh, right. We need to do out the, with, the, with the Benny and Lenny. 
So I menacingly pull out a great sword. <laughs> <laughs> and I unsheath a knife. <laughs> wow, well, okay, I've, I've said I'll take you where you want to go. And we're basically just gonna, like, spin around until they say something like... So what you're going to do is you're going to hold out two bladed objects and spin around in an enclosed space. Yep. The only reason Patsy doesn't hit Jolene is because of the height difference. Um, <laughs> just like coming dangerously close, giving a haircut to Jolene. <laughs> and the only reason that Jolene's not hitting Patsy is because the dagger is shorter than the greatsword. <laughs> and Lenny's just there going, <laughs> And Benedict says, why do you spin us around? Uh, where do you want to go? Where where feels natural? The destination. And does this feel like the destination direction? You want to go the destination? Yeah. Stab us into the wheel. We will do the rest. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe I should do that. And I stab my knife into the wheel. This isn't human flesh! Aw, oh, well, take us north. I can't take you north. I'm just a fucking dagger. Fine, okay. I pull him back out, leaving, like, a gash in the wheel, I guess? Well, this is a very expensive and rare piece of equipment. If you could not just stab it with your weapons, that would be great. That dagger is not powerful enough to control this ship. We are. Okay, I step out of the way. Oh, well, like, do we actually want to stab the wheel? Because, like, if we need more, like, fine control of this thing and then we've just got a giant sword in the middle... Like, can't you just sort of navigate through, like, you know, there's a navigator and there's a captain. Maybe you don't have to be both, Benny. We are no longer the one you knew as Benny. We are many. You could stand there 24 hours a day turning us around and getting us to tell you the right direction. Or you could stab us into the wheel. But, like, what if I just use some adhesive around the wheel? Wouldn't that achieve the same thing? Very well. If you wish to stick us to the wheel, that will be fine. Okay, um... I'm guessing you got rope on this, uh, here, ship and the do Oh, hang on, I think we ran out of our main supply, but, uh, just before I quit all of my actual jobs, we did get a shipment of rope that we were meant to deliver somewhere, so I'll just go get some out of that. No, that's good then. If these are snakes, I will murder <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo leaves and then comes back two minutes later covered in snakes. Well, there was a miscalculation. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes back with some rope for you. Okay. Um, any of y'all done scouts? Because I, 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 I can cut a pine, but I can't tie a rope. Weren't you a sailor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You're right. I'm pretty sure I was a bad one. <laughs> Tie us to the wheel. We must go to the destination. I'll try my best. Foggy sailor's nut. And as soon as it's fastened, it starts spinning in its own weight and takes control of the wheel of the ship. Well, that's disconcerting. I mean, this is very convenient, but it's, is anyone else, like, off-put by this? Yeah, it's a little unsettling. Well, it's not in any of the procedure books, not that I've read them, but... <laughs> <laughs> you see, 
I really want to learn how to play Yahtzee, and I haven't had much time, so this is quite advantageous to me. Does anyone want to play Yahtzee with me? I have no idea what that game is, but I'll play. Okay. Do you know the rules? Nope. Castles on falls again. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jolene. We got uh, five dice and a cup. We'll make up Yahtzee. <laughs> we'll find Yahtzee. Okay. <laughs> you said it involves dice. Do you want to play Yahtzee, Willis? Um, sure, I'll... We can make the rules as we go. Exactly. As long as we play for keeps. <laughs> Nim just kind of watches them walk off to wherever they're going to play Yahtzee. Patsy's going to bleed them dry. Yes, I think that's, a, that's an accurate assessment, I think. And then I'm just going to turn around and give Kamora a big hug. Oh, 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 yes, yes, hello. Don't do that again! I mean, under ideal circumstances, I won't. Not the lobster thing. The promise thing. <sighs> I made Jolene promise that if I lost control, she would put an end to that. Losing control means that you get hurt. It means that Jolene gets hurt. It means Patsy gets hurt. I don't want that on my conscience. Kramora, do you think you were the only one who lost control during that fight? I mean, did you see Ursa? Did you see Patsy? I don't know what was going on there, but that was not normal. I mean, it's, it's a question of scale. I, when I make mistakes, it's dangerous. People die. Forests burn down. I can't afford to make mistakes. Not now. And we can't afford not to have you. Which is why I'm endeavouring not to make any mistakes. I'm just going to give her a big hug. I'm glad you're back. Me too. Hey, so you remember the lobster claw thing, though? <laughs> Turns out you can do it. Yes, I, I suppose I can. Though I uh, think I'll stick with hands. Yeah, they're more dexterous. Easy to hold things. Kamora grabs Nim's hand. Gonna say that, <laughs> <laughs> and we walk onto the deck, and it's a nice, beautiful day. And we stare at the clouds, and it's wonderful. And nothing goes wrong. Just before you leave the cockpit, Egg walks in, just like, "Hey, Romy, where's Romeo? He's playing Yahtzee with his daughter. Who's flying the ship? The sword. What? <laughs> I hate when you people are here." <laughs> <laughs> Jolene and Patsy, how is Yahtzee going? Me and Dad don't know how to play dice games. So, if Patsy says he knows how to play Yahtzee, that's definitely Yahtzee. Mm-hmm. I'm a little confused by the dice. Like, do I throw them at people, but then what do the dots mean? Does the dots say how many times I have to throw the dice at people? I don't understand. Help me out, Patsy. So it depends on the velocity of the dice. And the number of the face that hits the other person in the face. So that's why it's called the face of the dice. Ah. <laughs> that's where it's supposed to meet. So you huck them. And basically what you're aiming for is to imprint on the other player. Because you see how the dots are a little bit indented? Mm. So you have to throw hard enough that it imprints on the skin of the other person. Oh. Okay, that actually makes a whole lot more sense. It's named Yahtzee because that's what the, when they played this game, that's what the first person yelled when they got hit directly in the eye with one of these dice. Yahtzee! 
Getting hit in the face with dice doesn't sound like too much fun, but there are other people on this ship. Yes. Well, hang on. Yes. That's outrageous. We should not go throwing dice at other people. We should only throw it at people in the game. That is my rule as captain. Now, I'm going to start the game now. And he picks up a dice. All right, Patsy, you watch out. And he hells it at full force right past your head. <laughs> and then you hear in the distance... The scream of Silent Steve. <laughs> <laughs> See, Silent Steve is now part of the game now that you hit him with the Nazi dice. I will have my revenge. <laughs> is there a number staple to your revenge? We need to know. What? Hold on, I'm going to go find out. Jolene, like, scampers off to take a look. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four! He runs down into the cargo hold. And you all just basically start chasing around, throwing dice at each other while Silent Steve plants poetry. <laughs> and we get a shot of, like, Cremora and Nim just, like, sitting on the deck with their heads going back and forth, watching. <laughs> or just, like, you two looking out the window like, wow, this is beautiful. It's just utter chaos behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so peaceful. <laughs> Now, this is a fun journey because I know how long this journey will take, but I'm not going to tell y'all. So for the first three days of your journey, everything's going pretty clearly. You have some nice rest and relaxation time and you manage to work out those uh, weird things that have been troubling you, you know, holes in your hands and stuff like that. At some point in the three days, Nim finds Patsy wherever he is. Where is Patsy? As part of the healing process, I have to remove the one to two dice that accidentally got caught in the hole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, so I'm in the midst of that. Do you, do you want some help there? Uh, I think I got most of them. Wait, wait. I like put both hands in front of my face and you can see an eye poking through the hole. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Sorry, I always wanted to do that, like a weird peekaboo thing. Okay, but, um, come, come, come here, come here. Okay. I'm going to help him bandage his head. Sorry, that was a bit macabre. You know, it's not the worst thing I've seen on a ship. Hey, thank you. Uh, for? Looking out for us. For stopping Jolene. Yeah, um, I guess at the start of this it was more or less like... Hey, I have a vague sense of what's going on in the freedom. I just sort of rolled with it. But if all else fails, I know where you two be going. At least with Barry's side of things. And uh, I don't think either of you want that. No, not particularly. No, it's a lot. Hey, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I know what's going to happen if we don't fulfill the contract, but I don't know what's going to happen if we do. It's just occurred to me that I don't know what's going to happen to you. In what way? Baramos brought you back to help us, right? Mm. Do you get to stay once we're done? I honestly don't know. Uh, the terms of it is that I'll be, my soul will be free from his grasp, but I don't know if I have a life after or an afterlife after. 
All I know is where I won't be if this goes well. Yeah. And I guess I can take solace in that. I hope he lets you stick around, Patsy. I hope so, too. It's, uh... It's been fun being... Me. (laughs) If there's anything you want to do after all this is over and we save the world... Save the world! That's kind of heavy. After we save the world, if there's anything you want to do, just let me know, yeah? I'll help you do it. Thank you, Al. Hadn't really thought of a future in some weird way, but I think it'd be nice to see where it takes me, yeah? So yeah, uh, it's gonna be an adventure. I can't wait. And I, like, tie off the bandage, give Patsy a hug, and then I leap. You're ready for your first Sky prompt? Yeah! I'm so ready. So to our listeners at home, I will be drawing from a very real and very physical bowl of suggestions to find out what will happen to the party in the sky. So let's do that now. Yep, I'm drawing it out of the real physical bowl. The disadvantage with this method, of course, is that Urshula can't stack the deck and fill it with whales. <laughs> Do you think I didn't try, Scarlet? <laughs> there were two sky whales in there. <laughs> oh, I was planning to do sky whales as well. I think I thought of sky whales as well. I put in one that said sky whales from Ursula and one that said sky whales from totally not Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're all out having breakfast. Silent Steve is eating plain porridge. Greasy Daniel is eating a breakfast burrito. And Egg is eating an omelette. Do they all have, like, little dice mark yeah, they have a, on their face? Yeah, they welts on their faces. <laughs> Romeo comes out and goes up to Egg. Well, Egg, can I get you at some point today to have a look in the cockpit of the fuel meter? There's some issues with it. Are we going to run out of fuel? Do we need to stop and power up again? Well, no, well, it's been uh, three days and we haven't used any fuel. Wait, what? There's a problem with the fuel meter? I mean, I think so, except I opened up the little hatch thingy and had a look in and it looked like there was a lot of fuel in there. <laughs> okay, so the, the ship isn't using... I mean, that's a that's a good thing. But it's a bad thing. I hate everything that's going on right now! <laughs> and the ship just suddenly gets barreled to the side by something as you hear a huge roar coming from outside. Oh my god! Sky whales! Just go to the fucking portholes. Like. You go to the portholes and you have a look out, and it takes you a while to orient yourself as the ship sort of rights course again. And you look out, and there is a magnificent creature out there. It is colossal in scale. It has a tail. It has a face. It has wings. It's covered in sort of floating clouds. It is a dragon. Thanks for listening. Know a friend that would enjoy the show? 
Well, why not tell them about it today? Till next time. Bye. We are many. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Letty, Betty, and Manny? No, no, that's not I'm Manny. I hate this. We yeah. are No, no, fuck it, I'm going with it. We are Manny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We are no longer the one you knew as Benny. We are many. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter how many times you try and say it, no, doesn't it? It just sounds stupid every time. It's great. <laughs>